Hello and welcome to another episode of Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. I'm Joey Wright, and sports editor Matt Daniels will join me soon. This week we ventured out to Tolono, Illinois, where the Unity Rockets are gearing up for another run through the IHSA wrestling postseason. The Rockets have boasted one of the best programs in the IHSA's 1A class over the last several seasons, and this year is no exception. We'll talk to a trio of Rockets who hope they can make deep runs. Caius Root, Nick Nosler, and Hunter Easton, Logan Patton as well. And we'll dive into everything that makes Unity such a successful program. They've got a beautiful facility on their campus next to the football field that they make great use of. And the girls' portion of Unity's program has also enjoyed great success. Lexi Ritchie's hoping to defend her 155-pound weight class state championship from a year ago. That and much more after a quick break. You're listening to Extra Prep. Stay tuned. Easy in access and awesome in content describes the News Gazette app, the one and only app you will need when it comes to your local news and events. The News Gazette mobile app delivers breaking news 24-7, comprehensive high school sports coverage, Tom Kasich's mailbag, and yes, even the obituaries. For only 40 cents per day, the News Gazette mobile app is a no-brainer. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order the News Gazette mobile app today. Hello and welcome to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. Joey Wright and sports editor Matt Daniels hanging out with you, bringing this to you on February 2nd, 2023. And Matt, it's uh, it's about that time of year for IHSA wrestling, the regional round of the playoffs uh, or postseason, whatever. I guess you don't play wrestling, so you'd call it the postseason. You wrestle. Wrestle, <laughs> wrestle offs. You don't basketball, you rest, but you do wrestle. You, you don't basketball, but wrestling is its own verb as well as the name of the sport. True. And swimming is like that, too. Exactly. So it's, yeah. I guess you get the... <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> wrestling, it's uh, it's an important time of year for our wrestlers, and we're going to catch up with uh, one of the best programs in the area right now, Unity High School. Caius Root, Nick Nosler, and Hunter Easton are going to join us, as well as head coach Logan Patton. The Rockets have a, a number of guys this season that might make a, a deep run. Yeah, exactly. It seems, uh, especially in the past five to six years, Unity Wrestling's kind of been one of the benchmark programs uh, in our area, and uh, they've got quite the capable uh, assortment of wrestlers over there in, in Tolono, and uh, you've got some great personalities, some great stories that uh, we unearthed with our conversation with uh, the Rockets earlier this week, and uh, looking forward to uh, our listeners hearing what uh, what they have to say. If you want a hat, we're going to tell you where to get one. <laughs> you'll, a, a you'll stocking know soon. hat. A, stocking a, hat. A knitted, for now. For now, at it least. branches out. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, Nick Nosler going to join us as well as Caius Root and Hunter Easton, Logan Patton as well. Let's get right to it. We've got a, 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 a jam-packed extra prep to get to, so we'll take a quick break and send you out to Unity High School where we caught up with, again, Caius Root, Nick Nosler, Hunter Easton, and Logan Patton. Stay with us. Transfer Portal, NIL, recruiting, covering University of Illinois athletics has become a 24 hours a day, 365 days per year endeavor. It is as important as ever to be able to follow U of I athletics. For just 17 cents per day, Illini HQ digital subscribers have access to U of I athletics articles from Scott Ritchie, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, Colin Likas, and of course, Lauren Tate. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe to sign up for an Illini HQ digital subscription today. Go Illini! 
Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. We are in the beautiful wrestling room at Unity High School. A trio of Unity wrestlers joining us, Caius Root, Nick Nosler, and Hunter Easton. Head coach Logan Patton is here as well. Nick, you've got the mic. We'll start with you. Appreciate you guys making some time for us. We're, we're getting you out of study hall for this, I understand, correct? Yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate the time. Uh, this is, uh, it is Thursday. It's Tuesday, actually, uh, January 31st as we record this. So the postseason coming up. It starts this weekend for you guys. Uh, Caius, we'll, we'll go to you. Postseason in, in full view. Your expectations, your thoughts as we, uh, as we get things going. I expect for regionals to go pretty well, but I know my sectionals, it's going to be it's going to be tight, but nothing I can't handle, and then we'll see what state throws at me. Nick, how would you just assess how your season's going, how the, the season's gone for the team, and uh, just how eager you guys are for February to roll around and, uh, you know, the bright lights of the postseason to get here? Uh, the season's gone well. You know, we've had some down downhill. We have some uphill times, but all in all, it's gone very good, and coming into February, I think we're peaking at the right time. You know, everyone's getting better when they need to and coming regional sectional state you know everybody's going to keep getting better every week Mm -hmm. at least mentally can't really get better physically at this point (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's a good assessment there uh logan uh we'll go with you uh obviously high expectations you know each and every uh winter with this uh this group uh i'd be remiss to say it's probably similar this winter uh expecting a, a deep postseason run lots of guys wrestling you know in mid-february at state farm center in champaign yeah yeah our goal is uh state finalists re- winter regional get as many state placers and, and qualifiers as we can um a different type of team I, I was looking at a roster last year we had 10 to 12 seniors not all starters but you had that many seniors and now you have that many freshmen in the lineup, you know, I've got these two seniors with me and then another young guy with a sophomore, but all three of these guys expected to make a, a deep run on top of the podium and if not reaching the podium, not being on the floor, but, but placing. And that's why these guys are here. They, they put in the work and uh, they're keeping that unity tradition alive. Hunter, you you are the sophomore in this group. Um, we'll, we'll go to you next, kind of well, what, what coach... hazing goes on here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know that's a buzzword. <laughs> well, my question was uh, in that vein, uh, being the the younger guy uh, on the team, and of course you've been in the program two years now. But uh, what's it like being uh, the younger, you know, part of that younger class, that younger generation of Unity Wrestling? Uh, I I honestly like it more because uh, I get to hang out with all the older kids yeah. also. So <laughs> I, that that's basically my dad, Caius. <laughs> Kyle, right? Yeah. He looks like he could be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Full beard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's it's nice because we have a lot of young people. We just we just uh, I wouldn't say goof around a lot, but we goof around before practice. After practice, we mess with Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick's shoes specifically. All right, Nick's shoes. Okay. Yeah. What about Nick's shoes? Uh, they're thrown up. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, there's a set right yeah. there. They're in Braxton's right now. Nick's shoes are thrown up there? They're on so the rafters of the... the rafters after of practice, okay. after Nick Nick leaves, mm-hmm. uh, they're thrown up on the air vents, uh, and he has to usually just throw another shoe at them. Uh, usually grabs Ryan's, I think. All right. And uh, usually he sometimes gets that one stuck also. <laughs> Nick, how did this start? How did this, <laughs> I want to know the origin story here. Uh, I think it started on the off season of like last summer. Uh, dude named Big O, Oren Varela, mm-hmm. and Tavius uh, kept trying to throw my shoes up there. Never usually worked. 
because, you know, I was usually here to stop them. <laughs> but then, after I leave, you know, they, they stay back sometimes, and they like to throw my shoes up there. And I have to get them before practice, usually. And either practice starts and I still don't have my shoes, or <laughs> we don't start until I get my shoes. Is that why you have slippers <laughs> on right now? I always have slippers on. Okay. <laughs> and he's rocking these. He's got the Mickey Mouse sweats on. Yeah, exactly. He's looking pretty comfortable here yeah, on a cold day. Exactly. Logan, what's the personality like of this group? Uh, it's pretty laid back. It's, it's different. <laughs> uh, last year we were very intense. Uh, those, those guys have been with me for four-plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, Big O and, and Tavius were seventh graders going into their eighth-grade season when I took over and, and helped out with Sonny. Uh, Tavius' uncle in the kids' club. Mm-hmm. So these guys have been around me for that long. Um, right now, you know, Caius and Nick being our senior leaders are very more laid back than our senior leaders were in the past. I mean, I don't know anybody that is a senior state finalist that gets more haze than a freshman <laughs> beginning wrestler. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's true. These guys, these guys, I've got a Maddox Sutherland. He's a first-year 126-pounder. He takes one of Nick's shoes, and the other freshman takes them, and they, they go mess around. It, it's a laid-back type of group, but they know once the music starts and we start jogging, uh, they, they flip that switch, and they go compete, and it's the same way in wrestling matches. And when it's time to start warming up, they, they flip that switch. But when it's time off the mat, man, these – it's a good group of kids. Mm-hmm. It's a tight group of kids that follow each other to each mat, and, and they have fun with that. And Caius, uh, as Coach mentioned, a tight-knit group of people. I know wrestling, maybe more so than any other sport, you know, it, it, you forge those close bonds. I mean, you're with the team so often, you know, close quarters, going at it, you know, sparring with each other. Just speak on how close this team is and, and, and that bond you have with your teammates. Like he said, I mean, I agree with him. It's a really tight team. Like, as Hunter said earlier, he's pretty much my son. I take him home after practice all the time. <laughs> and he's my practice partner. I mean, there's times where me and him, we're almost fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Like, legit street fight. And then just afterwards, it's like, we're just messing around again like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I, I, when I look around, that's how it is for a lot of, a lot of practice partners going around. They're all – they all grind at each other. Like, mm-hmm. They hate each other, but then after it's like, hey, you want to go some food? Yeah. Where, where's, Let's where, go. Where, where's the spot? Where, 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 where's the go-to spot right. after practice? Where is it? Is it Casey's? Is it Monocle's? Usually it's Casey's. Okay. I just go home find whatever in my fridge. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. We have food at home. Caius, <laughs> 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 uh, I remember talking to your coach uh, last season, and he said something to me that's kind of stuck with me still. Uh, wrestling sucks. You know, it, it can. It's a hard sport. It's not much fun. Not much limelight. Why do you do it? I think it's for. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I was always I was an aggressive kid. Mm-hmm. So I think as like a younger age, it's kind of a way to vent that off. Mm-hmm. But then now, as I grow up, it's more of what it teaches you, and what it can do for you, and mm-hmm. uh, you kind of learn how to build your social life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of realize, you know, who you are and who you can fit in with and who you don't. Mm-hmm. And you you also really form a lot of tight bonds that will last way past we're all out of here. Nick and, and Hunter, same question to you. Why would you start? What kept you going with uh, the sport after all these years? Uh, I just kind of started because, like, my dad did it, I think. Mm-hmm. But what kept me going is because I, I like winning a lot. <laughs> I'm a really competitive guy. I Laid-back competitive guy. I love winning. <laughs> I, I can't stand to lose in anything. If I lose, I get pissed off. <laughs> if, I, if I win, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I keep – honestly, I keep with it because I like winning. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, it shows you wait, whatever you put into something, you're going to get that output. Mm-hmm. So if you put in minimal effort, you're going to get bad output probably. 
if you put in a lot of effort, you're going to get a good mm-hmm. output. Hunter, uh, what uh, what got you going in the sport? And besides throwing Nick's shoes up in the rafters here, what keeps <laughs> you going? Uh, what got me started was uh, my dad throwing me into it at the age of three. <laughs> okay. Getting after uh, it early. Yeah. Uh, I just kept with it. I don't know why for at least a while. Then sixth grade year, I placed at IK State. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Damn, I can actually, <laughs> I can actually get good at a sports. Oh my, wow, it's so surprising. Then I was like, I'm I'm just gonna continue doing this. I'm gonna get better and better. Just hoping I win a state title. Just going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. All right. Never thought. I, Hunter will keep it with you. Well, the same question can be asked of, of Nick and Caius. I don't know that I've been in a wrestling room that doesn't have so much history, you know, literally surrounding you. You know, outside you've got names on the wall. Even in here in the weight room, you've got the twenty win club. You've got pictures on the wall to our left. Is, is that is that intimidating to come into? Uh, you know, when you're just you know getting your feet wet in the Unity program to look up and see so many members of the twenty win club, state champions on that wall, state champions on those walls. You know, all around you. I think the first time I came in here, my eighth grade year, really, because I was in here grinding mm-hmm. then, uh, I was like, what, what, the, what is going on? <laughs> I, I was like, I was just confused. <laughs> then, I just, then I wrestled Cade Scott, and I, that practice, and I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really intimidating at first. Yeah. Then, I, then just wrestling my brothers here also. And just getting beat up every day. <laughs> gotcha. Logan, what's it been like for you? Obviously, you've been here a while now, coming uh, down from, from Hoopston after leading the Corn Jerkers. What did you know about Unity's wrestling history, and what's it been like? I mean, every winter you guys are perennial contenders, you know, not only for dual-team state trophies, but individual uh, state medals as well. Just what's that, what's that aspect like? And obviously the – will to succeed is high here at unity in, in a lot of sports but you guys have just been you know plugging along and, and wrestling really really well so when uh, when i was in high school so i'm a bismarck alum okay my, my dad coached wrestling at bismarck Blue Devils. And, yep um <laughs> yeah so a bismarck alum we kind of knew uh, back in the day that was when saint joe was in their heyday bismarck mm-hmm. was battling for regional titles as well when we come over here and dual unity it's like you're drawing straws on who takes the forfeit versus who wrestles they had about six to eight guys on mm-hmm. a team per year yeah. they're tough dudes but it was only six to eight guys so you're going to win on forfeits alone um, when I had the Hoopston job um, the numbers were better you know mm-hmm. what I mean coach Porter coach Case at the end of his career got the numbers back up it was it was right there and then when I left Hoopston you know uh, coach Hamilton and Mr. Morrison were the, the two guys leading the way to get me over here it was mm-hmm. just talking about the sleeping giant you know, you just knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Hamilton, what he's done with the, the football program, you know, Coach Striegel, Coach Reitz, Coach uh, Gately with the track program and winning state titles and things like that. Like, you knew there was something in the winter that could do the same thing as, as the fall and the spring, and, and they just needed the right dude and the right people. And it's not just me. You know, I've got six other assistants mm-hmm. on this staff that uh, are tight-knit that help – build this culture, you know, that, that reiterate what we're about, what we're doing. And it just seems like from one sport to the next, I help out. I'm our defensive line coach, mm-hmm. you know, freshman D coordinator. And you go from football, which you're expected to have a successful season, right into wrestling, expected to have a successful season, and into your spring sport, and into your offseason, you know, football lifting, offseason wrestling, and things like that. You know, it's just it's what we expected. It's what we saw coming in. 
you know, our first year here, we had three state qualifiers, and, and they knew they were setting the groundwork, but that wasn't the expectation. Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? That's not the norm of just being a qualifier. The, the, the goal is every year to have somebody wrestling, multiple guys wrestling on Saturday night, being on the podium, and then wrestling that following weekend team state. Well, what's, been, what's it been like for you, maybe, Logan, when you, when you talk to other coaches that have such tradition-rich programs that are like – man, is there something in the water down in Tolono? <laughs> I mean, you guys, for a while there, weren't making much noise on the state level, and now you guys are, you know, every year it's like you're just rattling off state qualifiers and, and like you said, guys that are making deep runs. I mean, you had three guys last year in state championship matches. I, if if everything's center. done right, I'm not trying to be uh, superstitious. I am a little stitious, but everything's <laughs> done right. Uh, you have a state qualifier or state finalist five years in a row. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My first year we didn't have a state placer. Uh, Jake Frost was our only senior on that team. Um, lost in the blood rounds. Mm -hmm. um, Logan Wilson and Kate Scott, who both ended up becoming state placers for us. Kate, a two-time state placer and a finalist. They set that bar, and they came back the next year and, and made the finals. Kate did. You know, and you kind of – and it's not just been one kid. Like, I, I love Tavius to death, and I love putting mm -hmm. him up there, and he was a three-time finalist for us. But Nick was a finalist. Kate Scott was a finalist. You know, Grant Allball, mm -hmm. and then you had Lexi Ritchie on the girls' yep. side. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not just, oh, we had one, one kid come through, and, and our program's been there. It's been – you know, 14 deep and then and then some. I mean, we're rolling with 45 kids. You know, these guys are understanding. You look at Hunter. You know, Hunter could have made any lineup in the state last year, but he's sitting behind two state finalists, mm -hmm. you know, with Grand Allball and Nick. Um, like I said, it was just that sleeping giant, you mm -hmm. know, Coach Hamilton having those quarterfinal teams, those semifinal teams. You know, it's, it's the same thing, and that was the expectation, and these guys understand that and, and just a little bit of – convincing a little bit of leading the way and, and showing them how it can be done. We talked yesterday in our film session, you know, you've got a whole staff that's done this, whether it's wrestled at the collegiate level, it's won state titles, won IK titles. You have a whole staff of people fought MMA, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or uh, Josh Inman, we were talking about, he was undefeated before he got into the coaching side of things. <laughs> like whatever route you want to go with the, the wrestling side of things, you've had a coach that you can talk to that's done it and then want to go that way. You mentioned Lexi Ritchie in there. She had lines a crop of six girl wrestlers you've got on the roster, and she's been in the program for some time now. But uh, that part of the program really starting to grow in, in recent years too. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. You know, uh, I've got a baby girl just turned one. I've got a niece that's going to turn <laughs> she two. She have her own singlet yet? Yeah, no, no singlet, no singlet. Nick's uh, knitted up some headgear and some stuff like that on his spare time and his uh, new hobbies but uh all right we'll get to that later yeah, yeah, yeah you, you will you will nick's knitting service I'm, I'm plugging it right now uh but like that like it, it's cool to see I, I didn't know how i would feel about it just to be honest with you mm -hmm. you know i've okay. coached boys my whole yeah. life i don't know anything about the girls side of wrestling and, and with ava and lexi coming in they, they were wrestlers they weren't girls that were just trying to to try a new sport they were mm -hmm. wrestlers and I think that's why they fit in so well. And I think that's why we have this new group of, of girls in here. You know, you've got Phoenix Molina, who's a freshman. who I think she's ranked sixth right now, as I looked at the rankings before I came out here. And her dad won a state title for us, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. back, in the, back in the 80s. You know what I mean? You have the Vasey sisters who are both ranked. And Lexi, who's a, a defending state mm -hmm. champ. I think it's the same thing that, you know, no matter who you are, no matter if you're the starting you know, wrestler, if you're a backup 106, if you're a first-year freshman or you're a state finalist senior, you're getting treated the same. You're mm -hmm. getting coached the same. Everything's equal across the board, and I think that they respect that, and then I think that's why the girls' program's just flourishing just like the guys are. All right, Nick. Nick's knitting service. <laughs> Give us the, the 411 on that. What's, what's up with that? So the COVID year, I kind of, like, got into – I was bored, so I wanted to get into something. <laughs> so I got into knitting. Because, like, my grandma's a big knitter. Okay. And 
you know, she she had a bunch of yarn, so I'm like, oh, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll see I'll see what's up. <laughs> and basically, I I don't know. I I just enjoyed it a lot. And then I like I once wrestling season started up next year, I kind of got out of it. Okay. And then my girlfriend asked me to crochet a hat. Okay. Like a so, stocking hat. Like a pumpkin bucket hat. Okay, a pumpkin bucket hat. Coach Patton's gonna go get it for us, I think. So I it, my first one was a bit iffy. It's kind of bad. <laughs> But then I really, I really enjoyed it. Okay. And then I made Patton's baby a uh-huh. pumpkin stocking cap, <laughs> and that 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 one was actually pretty good because like I actually knew what I was doing then. <laughs> and then I I started like asking people, hey, you want to buy a hat? Uh huh. And then they started buying a hat. Okay. And you know now I make hats. What does your older brother Nat think of this? Oh wow! Uh, Look at wow! That is, <laughs> that is flashy. Nat. Uh, I don't. Know. Nat doesn't really mind it. Okay. So sometimes he wants to do stuff. I'm I'm kind of just sitting there crocheting, and he's bored. <laughs> well, I'm not. So then I have to stop and go do something with him because you know he's mm. stupid or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he doesn't mind it. Caius, what was your reaction when you heard Nick uh, developing a passion for knitting? <laughs> I thought it was unique. I know I know my grandma did. Okay. She did too, but I just never, I never got into it. That's okay. What do you, uh, not to cut you off, Caius? What do you? Char- I want to know what you charge for a hat, Nick. What's the, what's the going rate? Um, we got some nil deals possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for like a a beanie, I charge like twenty to twenty five. All right. For like a bucket hat, thirty. How how long does a say a beanie take you to make? Uh, about do you, do three. You, do you go out and get the materials as yeah. well? Yeah. Okay. It takes me about three hours. Okay. Roughly. But then, like, I gotta sew on like the U. Mm-hmm. If the U, you want like a unity hat or like a specific hat. Okay. So I mean, it doesn't take that long, but it takes some time. All right, fair he, enough. He he didn't knit that that you've got on your knee, Kyle. Okay. I imagine. But that's still uh, the hat that uh, Coach Patton just showed us, and we'll we'll have to tweet a picture. That's yes. a good look. That fits in with the unity mm-hmm. vibes. Like yeah. that's that looks that looks right at home here. I I completely agree, and uh, I think it helps too that if anyone made fun of him for knitting, he could probably pin them in That's five right. seconds as well. So. <laughs> he could take them. <laughs> Nick, back to you. Uh, obviously, like you said earlier, you hate losing. Uh, hate to bring up what happened last year at state, but you come so close to winning that state title. How much is that driving you for what's to come in the next couple of weeks? Uh, it drives you a lot. You know, even if you're not a competitive kid or competitive at all if you lose in a big thing big whatever mm-hmm. you're going to be mad about it you're going to be you're going to sulk about it for a week but then you'll be in the room again and since we have that board out there it just kind of reminds you like when you don't reach your goals so if you get third and you wanted first or second it just kind of reminds you that you didn't reach your goals and you can use that to keep driving you every day logan you guys go to leroy uh this saturday for <clears throat> start of regionals kind of take us into what all goes into a regional Saturday from the time you wake up to the time, you know, you're hopefully celebrating, you know, eight, nine, ten guys, 11, whatever, winning regional titles come Saturday night. So what we kind of talked about yesterday, and like I said, it's a, it's a young group, so they don't really realize, you know, we've got a new uh, – we added a Coach Vetter from St. Joe on the staff this okay. year. You know what I mean? So he's coming he over. He was and welcomed bring, here from St. Yeah, 100% he was. 100% he was. His, his, uh, 
his son is a kindergartner in my wife's class, so okay. they're a hundred percent welcomed in. Uh, hopefully, we're starting an ISA program, and he's going to take that over. Nice. But uh, we, he wanted to see how the high school program worked, and mm-hmm. he, he volunteered his time here. And he kind of asked that same question yesterday: What goes in? And it's, it's just a normal week for us. Mm-hmm. And nothing changed, you know. Yesterday was our film day and light technique. Today's our, our heavy day, you know what I mean? The live goes and things like that. Um, for us, it's the same thing. These guys will get here, you know, uh, we'll get here and do the right things, and we'll get on the bus and head over to, to Leroy with Coach Better driving the bus, and our guys heading over there and just getting ready. Same warm up, same every, like everything just stays very similar. Mm-hmm. Everything stays the same. I, I know I've talked to you. I've talked to Colin after sectionals and everything else like that. It's like, these guys want to stop at Wendy's afterwards. Like nothing changes. They figured it out. You know, at, a, at an early, at an early age, they, they want ice cream and they know I'm not stopping at some ice cream place, but they can get a frosty. So they're like, Hey, listen, but it's, it's been like that, that some traditions, you know, always stay. And, and that's part of it is these guys understand that it's just another tournament, like, like Hunter said, and even Nick just touched about, you know, you don't reach your goal off-season wrestling's right around the corner. You know, these guys are these guys have got their goals for the state tournament. They've got their goals for the regionals and the sectionals. If they don't win the regional, the great thing is, is they're moving on to the sectional. You know, mm-hmm. Grant Allball didn't win a regional title yeah. and made the state finals. Like, mm-hmm. they understand that. A lot of people put a lot of pressure on this postseason where we're the, kind of the opposite. It's just another tournament for us. Mm-hmm. I know it's very cliche, but, I mean, even if Caius doesn't decide to wrestle, he's going to be in here helping Hunter reach his goals for the postseason, you know, if he decides to play football next year. Same with Nick. He's going to go wrestle at SIUE next year. He's coming in here this postseason and doing the same thing. And in the offseason, getting this next group of guys ready, you know, it's just same same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, I'm a very routine type of guy. And, and going through that of this is how we do things here, this is how things go, and, and if we don't reach our goals, man, we're still going to love these dudes just like we do if they, they won a state title or mm-hmm. got on the podium or, or didn't reach them mm-hmm. at all. Hunter, you wrestled 170. 182. 182, Caius 170. Okay, we'll go to Caius on this question because it's more of a, <laughs> a food question. Okay. Uh, you said you like to eat. <laughs> yes, I do. But what do you, how, do you, how do you manage that during – wrestling season knowing you have to make weight i know it's probably not like a 126 or 32 pounder thing like that you can probably have free reign but how do you go about kind of your daily what you're putting into your body so you know come big tournaments you're able to weigh in and and hit that weight yeah so i'll kind of take it back to time towards the end of football season i knew like during football season i'm sitting about 195 Mm -hmm. somewhere around there like i gotta cut this off so i started my cut off early and luckily i was blessed i got a fast metabolism okay so it eventually will slow down. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I've already seen it slowing down a little bit, <laughs> but no. So I knew I had to cut. <clears throat> so it was a slow cut to there. And, and you know, it was, a, it was tricky for me to get there, mm-hmm. but you know, once I got there, I've always, once I get there, it kind of seemed like no matter what I ate, I kind of just stayed there Okay. as long, okay. as long as I worked during practice, at mm-hmm. least that was. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And I like to say, I, I think I do. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, the scale hasn't lied to me yet. So. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it will later in life. Don't worry. Uh, Hunter, uh, what's it like for you to be embarking upon this postseason, especially with all these veterans in, in this, uh, in this room here and, how eager are you to kind of, you know, make your own mark, too, at, uh, at 182? We finally got the weight classes right. right at the end of the podcast. <laughs> sorted them out. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. My, both my brothers, uh, Connor and Pate, both made it to state. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching that at state was fun. I was like, I want to be there. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to be there one of these days. But when uh, Pate lost in the semifinals to, uh, I don't remember who, it was the Cole City kid, I was like, 
that that sucks <laughs> that sucks i i don't want that to happen to me so i'm like i'm just gonna win it okay i'm not gonna lose fair enough one more for nick just Take our listeners inside what it's like to wrestle at State Farm Center. You know, in that state environment, they put so much into it. I, I know it's easy to appreciate, uh, but just what's it like to be in that moment? Uh, feels pretty good. I'm sure it does. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, when you're weighing in down there, it's it's not much different when you're weighing in, but then once you actually start wrestling, some of those nerves start coming back because, you know, I didn't really do much as a freshman or sophomore. Since the COVID season sophomore, mm-hmm. I didn't make it out of regionals my freshman year. So when I went to stay, it was, you know, all the nerves were there the first match. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's just kind of a different environment because you have a lot of people there. You have a lot of people cheering you on. You have a lot of people cheering the other kid on. You know, it's 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 different. It's a little different from others. But other than that, it's more or less just another tournament that you want to win. You want to go make a deep run in. And other than that, it's just not not that much different. All right, Nick, you got a big tattoo on your right arm. you got to explain that to us as well. I noticed uh, it first during football season. So I got it. I wanted to get a tattoo, obviously. <laughs> That's how it starts. In, <laughs> in the summer. And my brother got, like, some stupid tattoo. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> I do know what it is, but it's stupid. And I was like, dude, I kind of want a tattoo as well. So then my dad's like, you want one? I was like, kind of. And so he takes me to the, the dude who did Nats, and I show him, like, something that I wanted. He's like, yeah, we can do that. Well, I'll, we'll make a little changes to it because, obviously, we don't want to, like, copy someone else's. So it was, I did it based somewhat because of Nat got one. So I wanted one as well because I can't let him get one and not me get one. It's kind of like that brother thing. He he does something. <laughs> I want to do something. I All right, what what is it? It's a, it's a dragon. Okay. Currently, it's it's fully finished, but I'm gonna get like the rest of it colored okay. later right. on, like dark purple and green. But yeah. Did you have to approve this with Coach Patton and Coach Hamilton at all, or were they were they surprised when they saw it? Uh, I showed Patton one day in the weight room. He said, "Okay, okay, we gotta get your shoulders bigger first. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> uh, I don't think I told Coach Hamilton though. Okay, just showed up. It's probably I kinda, the best I, way. I left one day. It wasn't during practice. It was during like we were selling tickets or something. I left during that, and, <laughs> and then I had to go sit in a chair for five hours. Did it hurt? <laughs> what was that process like? Uh, like the first couple hours, it didn't hurt. But then once they got some like tender spots, it started to not feel so good. And then once they hit like. The four and a half hour mark. I I just wanted to go home. <laughs> that's a that's a full like that's the full top half here. Like that's an intensive for a first tattoo. I I mean that's that's a pretty big one. And you would never think that he knit the crochets. No, no. <laughs> jack of all trades. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> Most interesting man in the world, Osler. <laughs> right, uh, guys. I think that's about all the time we have. I think this is the longest interview we've had on Extra Prep so far. So uh, you guys have have set that record. Best of luck as you guys uh, chase more down in the postseason. Caius Root, Nick Nosler, Hunter Easton, head coach Logan Patton joining us on Extra Prep. We'll sneak in a quick break, and me and Matt will come back for more right after this. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. 
Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep. Big thank you to Unity Wrestling, Caius Root, Nick Nosler, and Hunter Easton joining us, head coach Logan Patton as well. Matt, my big takeaway from that is we've got to get our hats ordered from Nick Nosler. I don't know what the turnaround will be. He's going to be busy wrestling the next couple weeks, but uh, just looking at some of his work, he, he knits a good hat. Yeah, Nick Nick's knitting service has kind of a kind of a ring to it and uh, quite the entrepreneurial mind there for the uh, the two sports standout for the Rockets uh, defensive end on the, on the football field and vying a legit state title contender at 195 pounds this season after finishing runner-up last season uh goes to show you too that they're they're not just all all brawn they've they've got some brains too and some different sides so that was pretty cool to see i'd have to say that's pretty sure the first time on this podcast the school year where we've gone to a school and we've had a uh, a knitted beanie shown to <laughs> us in, in school colors and it was well done as well so uh yeah Looking forward to you telling that story in the next couple of weeks, Joe, in the pages of the News Gazette. I'm looking forward to that, too. And I'll have to ask what we were debating earlier. Is it knitting or crocheting? I've got to get him to take know. us inside how he does it. Yeah, my mom's a big knitter, crocheter, both aspects, I think. <laughs> but uh, I think the quality of the material can kind of vary on that. Again, this is a very novice opinion right here but uh, it was some high quality that stuff you'd find just at a, a local sporting goods store and uh, yeah I'm, I'm eager to see where he's uh where his business ventures take him in the future it, it almost reminded me just of the just the hat we saw kind of a white base had some maroon trim and the maroon you it almost reminded me i got uh, scott hamilton uh, crew neck vibes that uh, yeah break out during the postseason <laughs> that's kind of what it reminded would fit right in on scott hamilton's that, head uh, yeah that's that's something i could uh you know, especially with Unity football making some deep postseason runs in the fall, playing some bitterly cold yeah. playoff games. Uh, yeah, Nosler could could hook him up in the future. So, uh, yeah, you never know what you're going to get when you, you <laughs> go to these uh, respective high schools and, and talk to these athletes. But uh, I think when we look back this school year, our, our visit to Unity Wrestling and, and all the stories that uh, they were able to tell us and shine some light on their personalities is definitely going to stand out. It certainly will. And looking at Unity Wrestling here down the stretch, we'll take you through where everyone's at here in the regional round of the INHSA postseason, which starts on Saturday, February 4th. Bismarck, Kenning, Rossville, Alvin will join Unity at Leroy in the individual regional. I should say Bismarck, Kenning, Rossville, Alvin, Armstrong, Potomac. How could I forget the Trojans in that? Um, and other local teams at that regional include St. Thomas Moore, Clinton, Leroy and its co-op, Monticello, Rantoul, and St. Joseph Ogden. That will feed into the Clinton sectional, so the Maroons will play host in round two. Two other regionals in the 1A class that have local teams. Pontiac has Ridgeview-Lexington, Fairbury-Prairie Central. Could just say Prairie Central. Again, that's what the copy and paste throws you off. Uh, all right, Joey. Gibson City, Melvin, Sibley, Fisher, and Hoopston area will be at Pontiac as well. In Lawrenceville, you'll have Oakwood, Salt Fork, and Westville Georgetown Ridge Farm. Pontiac feeds to Clinton as well. Lawrenceville feeds to Lawrenceville. Or where does that where does that feed? Somewhere in the state of Illinois. Yeah, somewhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Southeastern Illinois, that's all I know about Lawrenceville. 
They're, they're all trying to get to the State Farm well, There you Center. go. That's, that's, that's the ultimate destination. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then a, a 2A regional, Muhammad Seymour hosting. Bloomington's the only non-local team. Well, I should say Bloomington and Normal West are the only two non-local teams mm-hmm. in this one. Central Centennial, Danville, Muhammad Seymour, obviously, in Urbana. He'll be there on I'll Saturday afternoon. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Muhammad Seymour, great program. We, we caught them on extra prep earlier this year, but... You look at Centennial. You got Jack Barnhart. Mm-hmm. Central's had some success as well, and Urbana's got a number of rosters too. They've got some wrestlers that could make potentially a deep run. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with some of our our area wrestlers this year is you, you've got some standouts individually at all, and, and maybe some of the teams don't have the depth uh, like a program like Unity or Muhammad Seymour does this season. But you've got quality individuals that uh, have the chance to, to go on some postseason runs. And uh, wrestling is uh, it's a grueling, tough sport. A lot of of hours outside the the limelight, outside the the center of attention at all. But uh, I think the HSA wrestling postseason is is done really well. Uh, just starting with the regional rounds and then building up through the sectionals, and then getting the chance to compete at uh, State Farm Center and the the Grand March that that Saturday night of uh, the state finals is is one of the coolest environments uh, in a school year at all when it comes to the postseason uh, you have all the wrestlers out there you've got the spotlights on them at all and then you've got three state uh, title matches going at one time on three mats there so it's uh, just a, a really cool atmosphere and uh, not a lot of people get to experience it all but we've been fortunate enough in the news gazette's coverage area here to have a handful of wrestlers over the years uh, that are vying for for state titles and i'm sure we'll have a handful more uh, coming up here in a couple weeks I did a weekend extra story on Illinois wrestling not too long ago, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And, you know, they've got, I want to say something like, let's call it 35 guys on the roster, only like six of them are from out of the state. Mm-hmm. And just talking with some of the guys on the team about that, you know, they say the State Farm Center, it's it's a, you know, it's the mecca. It's mm-hmm. where you grow up. That's yeah. like, that's the destination for high school wrestlers. It doesn't get any bigger than that. And, it's cool that uh, you know, Illinois wrestlers get a chance to call that home now. That's their home arena. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the State Farm Center has been formerly the Assembly Hall, obviously. It's uh, hosted the HSA State Wrestling Finals. I want to say it's going on six decades consecutively. I mean, that's just kind of been the staple uh, when it comes to uh, high school wrestling in the state and, like you said, kind of the mecca for what they're all striving for and uh, what they're, they're hoping to uh, get accomplished here in February. For sure, and uh, not to leave out the uh, the girls side of things on the wrestling uh, in the in the wrestling world as well. Girls wrestling new to the IHSA landscape, uh, sing- second year sanction, right? Second year, uh, I think it's going to be an emerging sport here in the next five mm-hmm. to ten years. I think you're going to see the numbers uh, continue to to increase at all. And right now, they don't have regionals for for girls wrestling in the state. It's just sectionals, and then whoever makes it out of there goes on to the state finals. Uh, but what's cool with that too is they've kind of partnered up with the the boys dual team state meet over at Grossinger Motors Arena in downtown Bloomington so it's a, a two-day event Friday Saturday uh, where you've got the the girls individual state finals going on it's all one class right now it's not separated into to three classes like it is for the boys and then you've got the the boys dual team state meet going on at the the same time as well so uh, you get to, to kind of experience the best of both worlds and here locally we've got a reigning state champ uh, from unity Lexi Ritchie won a, a state title as a sophomore last February at 155 pounds I'm, I'm sure she's going to be a favorite again to uh, to contend and, and possibly win a, a second straight state title so that's just goes to speak that just shows you to the the progress and the strides that the, the IHSA has undertaken with with girls wrestling and you just hope to see the sport continue to to bloom and, and develop in the coming years 
had a story on Lexi Ritchie in the pages of the News Gazette a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was in late December. November, early mm-hmm. December, somewhere in there. So you can find that online. Uh, check that out to learn more about her. And, grow, and we call State Farm Center the Mecca. Grosinger Motors Arena, really nice venue. Uh, the only event I've ever seen there was a Bradley, Illinois State club hockey game. Okay. Had no business being in such a, a nice arena, but Illinois State does call it home, I guess, or, or formerly did, but that's a that's a nice arena that'll be a... They're right, in, right in downtown Bloomington like the there. Bloomington, yeah, yeah, there you go. So that'll be fun. Best of luck to all of our local wrestlers as they chase down the State Farm Center or Grosinger Motors Arena, and as we... Look at some other sports now. A, a quick note on swimming. Want to give a call to the Champaign Central 200-yard freestyle relay team last Saturday, setting a Unit 4 record, 1 minute 26.24 seconds. Aiden Williams, Garen Barker, Jonathan Freeberg, and Nolan Miller called the Maroons. And I will be at Champaign Central tonight, Matt, to watch Central Girls Basketball host Urbana. We had them on Prep Basketball Confidential the other day, referring to the Maroons. A lot of personality on that team, a fun group that Poncho Moore has. Yeah, no, I'll be writing more about them in, in week and extra. And, Joey, you're taking a, a deep dive into Champaign Central boys basketball so uh, readers can get caught up on, on both basketball programs at Central uh, this upcoming weekend. And that kind of ties into to next week, too, the first Central Centennial basketball game this season since the centennial girls aren't feeling a team both central and centennial boys basketball play each other twice this month uh first one will be next tuesday night at combs gym uh, before the teams conclude the regular season on thursday february 16th at coleman caradine gym at centennial after that game was postponed last month because of mechanical issues attached to some of the baskets inside centennial's home gymnasium but uh yeah it's uh, always a fun i know both teams are kind of struggling uh, at the at this juncture of the season uh, centennial's either at 500 or one game below central's i believe seven and 15 or so they played better basketball here in the last mm-hmm. five to six weeks and they start out the first month of the season but again the Conte Knicks, Tim Lavin, you've heard it on this podcast. It's Joey's favorite cliche. Throw the records out That's the right. window <laughs> when those two teams meet. And, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll kind of take center stage here in the next couple of weeks on, on the local high school scene. For sure. And uh, as you mentioned, we, we caught up with Jermaine Springfield, Seth Fataconda, and Tim Lavin on Extra Prep not too long ago. If you want to hear their thoughts on what it means to play in a Central Centennial game, I'm sure they haven't changed in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Uh, so they get to play each other twice and. Nine days should be a, a fun way to close the season. And looking at the boys' basketball landscape uh, a little broader, a, a big one tomorrow in the Illini Prairie Conference, St. Thomas Moore and Rantoul in Champaign. Rantoul's been up and down this season. You know, you'll get the win-loss column. It doesn't jump out at you, but that's a, a good, competent team. And, um, you know, they, they can surprise you down the stretch. St. Thomas Moore will play host tomorrow at 730. Yeah, I think for Rantoul, it's just staying consistent through all four quarters and putting forth, you know, a full 32-minute game. They've shown flashes at times this season. They can play with some of the best teams in, in the state. They were they hung close with Prairie Central in the, the first half of their uh, meeting against the, the state-ranked Hawks. Uh, earlier this season, they can certainly give St. Thomas More uh, a decent game. STM uh, really playing well uh, yeah. of late. Uh, Peace Boomba, Ryan Hendrickson, Andrew Tay, Wilson Kirby, uh, some of the headliners for, for the Sabres. And one guy in the Atlanta Prairie that's made plenty of headlines in his high school career and then made some more this week is uh, Ty Pence over at St. Joseph Ogden. Um, had a monster game Tuesday night in uh, a home win against Bloomington Central Catholic, 68-55. The Spartans topped the Saints to, to reach the 20-win mark for the season, and, and Pence uh, became SJO's all-time leading scorer in that game. 
now sits with 2,128 career points, broke the previous school record held by Brandon Trimble. The Trimble, a 2017 St. Joe graduate, set the record uh, with 2,115 career points. Uh, cool note to Trimble. Played, was teammates with Pence's older brother, Jake, mm-hmm. who was a starting point guard on, on the Spartans team that, that won the 2016 Class 2A state title. Trimble was a junior that season, was obviously a huge part of that. Pence could really set the, you know, raise the record even more. Um, yeah, I believe they've got, I want to say, seven or eight games uh, left. Uh, maybe only a handful of that, maybe four or five in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And we are getting close to the postseason. It's hard to believe as well. But they could have, St. Joe has a chance to go on a deep postseason run. So Pence could really add to that mark and, and really make it kind of hard to hard to reach for, for future SJO basketball players. So that was pretty cool to see uh, happen locally on uh, on Tuesday night here. Also, another prolific scoring night. Yeah. A lot of scoring milestones this season with area basketball players, you know, either hitting 1,000 career points or setting some records. Shout out to, to Dalton Hobick, the Oakwood senior, had a 40-point game uh, Tuesday night in Oakwood, 79-59 win against Westville. Uh, the Comets are a streaky team. See what I did there? Yeah, I, I like that. They're, uh, they're on the cusp of 20 wins this season, and, and Hobick uh, tied a single-game program record that was set uh, 40 years ago by Darren Fletcher, more known for his prowess behind the plate in Major League Baseball as a catcher with the Expos, the Blue Jays, and a handful of other teams, former Illini as well. Uh, still connected deeply to the University of Illinois, but Dalton Hobick uh, put up 40 points uh, against the Tigers a night that, that he and his family and all of his teammates are going to remember for, for uh, quite some time. And also Tuesday night as well uh, on the girls' basketball front, Tuscola, they're kind of the story of the, the season locally. Uh, they're 28-0 on the season. I know we record this on Thursday afternoon. Uh, they play at St. Teresa on Thursday night. Uh, they had a competitive game last Thursday night in the Central Illinois Conference Tournament Championship game that Tuscola ended up winning, I believe, 41-33. But on Tuesday night, the Warriors improved to 28-0, beat Windsor, Stewarts, and Strasburg. And uh, Ella Boyer, senior guard for them, hit the thousand point mark in her career as well so uh, she's got a few more games to, to add to that as well but more importantly Tuscola still unbeaten still got a shot at, at finishing the regular season undefeated and, and going to the postseason with a, a perfect record which would be uh, pretty cool if it does happen it's a good group we had them on extra prepper now, <laughs> now we've, we've recorded enough of these episodes where we can call back exactly. to previous uh episodes and yeah we had Tuscola on a, a few weeks ago and that's a good group Tim Kolbacker's got they they like to have fun they have a good time keep it loose and Ella Boyer a big part of that just know we recorded this uh, right now it's 2 23 p.m on February 2nd so if Tuscola falls short tonight uh, you know who to blame we we jinxed them but uh, even if they were to falter down the stretch you'd still think Tuscola would have a great chance at making a little noise in the playoffs so yeah, exactly, and we're going to see all that play out. Uh, February is a, a busy month on, <laughs> on the local high school sports scene, and then it really ratchets up, too, if, if teams continue to make runs, basketball teams continue to make runs into March. But uh, February is right up there among the – I'd say November by far is probably the busiest month. You've got the crossover with football teams still playing the start of basketball season, but uh, – Postseason basketball and postseason wrestling going at the same time, along with postseason swimming, makes for uh, quite the busy month. It's a short month, but uh, a very uh, hearty one when it comes to the the high school sports scene. For sure, it's crunch time. So, as uh, 
And and girls basketball, I know I've said Redbird Arena in the past. They're chasing Seth down Sefcu Arena Seth now. Arena. Not it's, a bank. It's always uh, going to be Redbird. That's right. <laughs> always Redbird Arena to me. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, that's the destination for girls basketball and State Farm Center, the destination for wrestling, as we talked about, and boys basketball teams as well. We'll see how it all shakes out. We're getting to crunch time. It's time to start sorting out who's going to win these state championships. So that'll do it for extra prep this time around. For Matt Daniels, I'm Joey Wright. Plenty more at newsgazette.com, and thanks for listening to Extra Prep, our weekly high school sports podcast.